0: What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around, and we're gonna get started right now. So, what's happening, everybody? I'm Glenn P. Brooks, Jr. Super excited to be back with you guys for another edition. Today, we're going to talk about something that I think is ridiculously important, particularly for entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders who are doing their very best to add value to not only their current base, uh, but people who don't know them yet. Today, we're going to talk about the five components of a successful launch. Um, let's just start right here. One of the most exciting times in business is when you're launching a new product. Let's just be honest. Adrenaline rushes. Uh, things are going. Ex- I mean, you can't sleep. It's just a whole big thing, right? Uh, there. Why is that? Because there's a potential for tremendous success here and the risk of incredible loss all at the same time. So you're in this space where you're launching this thing and you're excited about what could happen, but you're also definitely afraid of what could go wrong. A successful product. Product launch calls for a different approach than managing an existing campaign or even opening up a new market for an existing product. So for those of you guys who don't know, I've been in business for the last six years, and I never wanted to be an entrepreneur, quite as it's kept. I say that a lot, but I need people to understand I am new to this as far as I'm concerned. I know people who are serial entrepreneurs who are trying desperately to do some of the things that it seems like that I've been able to just automatically do. But I got to believe that part of the reason why we're successful at what we're doing is not because of being successful at running business, I have been able to sort of amass some successes in terms of what it should look like by running other people's businesses. And so that's where a lot of my training and a lot of the thought processes that I have uh, come from. And I bring it to this space to share it with you. And so I've been a part of a bunch of launches, um, my own, other people's. And today we're going to get into five components of what it looks like to do them successfully. So, number one, I need you guys to understand that you have. Have to develop a targeted marketing plan. Now, listen to me very, very carefully. A lot of people say, but coach, I got a marketing plan. But my question is, how laser focused is it? How targeted is it? I learned this the hard way uh, back in my radio days when we put on live events that garnered hundreds of thousands of people, whether they were outdoor or indoor events, festival type Events, right? And here's the thing that we always went into that with it's who is the target client? Who is the person that we're looking to cater to? Most marketing plans fail into two or, or fall, I'm sorry, into two distinct categories creating awareness of the product itself or selling the product. And so when you think marketing, I want you to think what are you doing from a targeted standpoint to create awareness? What are you doing from a targeted standpoint when it comes to actually selling the product as an author? I can create awareness about the fact that I'm releasing my first business book. By the time you hear this podcast, it will have already been out, but I can create awareness around that all day long. But the question is, have I created uh, awareness around actually selling it? Because a lot of times what we'll do is we'll do one and not the other. And so when you launch, you'll fall flat because you did a great job of marketing. the awareness of the actual thing, uh, but you never really, really got into marketing. So how do we sell this? So let me give you a quick example. Um, I started this podcast 11 episodes ago, right? When I did it, I started it out and I'm continuing to do this live on Clubhouse. Why? Because I'm using the audience of the Clubhouse experience to begin to talk about and curate the experience of this podcast. So when it's launched, there will be a built-in audience that already has heard this information, they'll be excited to share it with their families and friends. Why? Because they actually sat through it. And because by the time it's launched, it's 12 weeks later in many cases, the truth of the matter is they're going to want to hear it again. So that was market awareness to the launch. But then here's the deal. When it comes to downloading it, I'm going to have to go and rinse and repeat and begin to move and shift on getting people to now download the podcast or watch the podcast. That would be the call to action. So when you develop a targeted marketing plan, it's something that's really specific and you're looking at the target client or the person that you want to do business with. Number two, and here's what, um, (laughs) again, I don't like this. I do it, Uh, but I have to be really honest, y'all. This doesn't come easy to me. I've had to work at this. Number two is review the plan and make the adjustments. Let me just say this loud and clear. All marketing plans require a lot of research, thought and time to develop, and it's rare to get it right on the first go around. In fact, it's common to go through several drafts, several uh, run-throughs, if you will, uh, before you even have something that's workable. One of the things that I do when it comes to reviewing the plan and making the adjustments is I always submit my plans to my team. I may be the visionary of this podcast, but there's a whole team of people, quite frankly, to be really honest. It was my team that suggested that I even do it. Now, my background, I have a background in radio background in all of these things. I know how to do it. I wasn't on that page. And they were telling me, yo, coach, the truth is, is that we're already here on Clubhouse. Why wouldn't you just record it? Let everybody know. Re. Uh, 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 repurpose it to a podcast and let a, uh, and, and incur a, or uh, secure a whole new audience or you know really really begin to attract an entire new audience. And I said, you know what I never thought of that. So obviously at this particular point, I have great faith in them. so whenever I come up with an idea, I don't need their permission, but I need their interaction. <laughs> listen, let me CEOs, please listen to me. Business owners, please listen to me. You don't need the permission of people to do what you do, but what you do need is their buy-in to help you get that across the finish line. And so that's where the making adjustments come in. I, by temperament, am not a detailed thinker. And so if I create something and leave out of that mix the person who does, I am going to lose. So we're talking about in order to uh, really, really get successful, whether it's a product or service launch, you're going to have to develop a targeting marketing plan and you're going to have to review that plan and make the necessary adjustments. Stop working in silence. Stop working in the dark. That don't work. Not if you're going to launch something successfully. Number three. I want you to test your product and your message and I want you to test it relentlessly. Let me tell you what I know to be true. A lot of times when we bring market marketable ideas or thoughts to the marketplace, we're thinking from a vacuum standpoint. This is something we would like. This is something that makes sense for us. Here's the problem. Does your target audience or target client like it? Do they even want it? I often coach my clients up and help them to understand that it doesn't matter. Listen, you can go in the lab and go in hard and create this thing, but when you launch that thing to the market, marketplace, here's what the marketplace is going to do. It's going to tell you whether or not that's even a thing. So Apple has come out with the 13, right? Apple has come out with the 13. Here's what I know. Apple is famous for giving you just enough. enough. And, and, And it doesn't resonate with everyone. But you know what they major on? They major on the hype. Now, I'm not a gadgets guy. I have the 11 Pro Max, I think it is. I'm not interested in the 13. You know why? Because I've not fully gotten all the use out of my 11 Pro Max. And unless that thing just stops working, which y'all already know, eventually it will. (laughs) I'll have to upgrade, right? But here's the deal. When they go to do a launch, they've already tested their product, their message. It's resonating with enough people in order to pull the trigger. And you have to create ways of doing that. Back in the day when I was in radio, we did focus groups. Our clients would get us involved and say, hey, I'm interested in doing this market research on this, that, or the third. Can you help us curate a room full of people that may use this and let us come in and do the thing? Absolutely, we will. So they did actual focus groups. Well, there are a ton of ways that you can do focus group activity before your product or your message gets out there. Let me tell you this last thing before we go into to number four, guys. I was on a call with a client just recently. And she was super hyped and excited about launching a product. But 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 the question becomes, do people want what you got? And do you know that? And if so, how do you know? And what did they say? Well, she couldn't answer that question. So I told her, it's not time to launch yet. But what it is time is, is time to put your product or your message out there in the way that it is now and begin to curate an experience. Now, there are a myriad of ways you can do that socially, uh, online, offline. There's a bunch of ways you can do that. But the point is, is you've got to figure out which one works for you. Number four. For those of you guys who may be catching this, <laughs> maybe you caught this. I don't know how you did it, but maybe you caught this in the middle. We're talking about the five components of a successful launch. Number one, develop a targeting plan, a targeted plan. I'm sorry. Number two, review that plan and make the adjustments. Number three, I want you to test your product and your message early and often as far as I'm concerned. And number four, you need to establish some goals and measure the progress. Here's the challenge, y'all. If you don't measure where you want to go, if you don't think through where do you want to end up, you won't be able to reverse engineer a plan to get there. I'm going to say that again. If you don't think with the end in mind, then you will not have the ability to reverse engineer a plan and say, what are the steps that I need to take in order to get that? So if my goal is to travel to New York City from Virginia Beach, Virginia, where I live, I do not want to find my way on 95 South because I will never get to New York City city that way. I have to establish the goal is to get there so if New York City is my goal, then I have to figure out what is the progress or what are the steps that it takes to get to that place and that destination. And that's where measuring the progress uh, uh, begins to really make a lot of sense. I want you to begin to look, is this working? See, entrepreneurs, I've been here where I got excited about an idea and I did not pay attention to the moving parts on my way there. And then when I got there, the thing didn't do what it is I said I thought it would do. And the reason why is because I wasn't measuring the fact, that this thing stopped working a while ago. Like, this is no longer effective. Like, people are not really feeling this. You have to tweak something. So I want you to establish the goal, measure the progress, and then pay attention. And please, please, please be self-aware. Don't, 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 don't. don't. Listen, listen, listen. I need y'all to hear this. And please, I don't want to offend nobody. But a lot of times, guys, as leaders, (laughs) we get drunk on our own vision. Y'all, we get so hyped about what we want that we don't even look at the progress because it's just going to work. Your optimism is going to get you in trouble and cause you to lose a lot of money if you don't have some data and some real tracking to be able to measure that. Number five, the last thing that I'll say is I honestly think, quite frankly, it's the most important, and I want you to learn to really, really understand communication channels, Listen, whenever you're doing a launch of any kind, you've got to understand the, the how the channels that you're going to use to communicate that message, how they work. You probably know which communication channels your existing customers use, and you'll use those channels to market your new product to them. But do you know where the new people you want to reach with are? Do you know where they are? I can't tell you how many times I've worked with clients who they understand on one front, uh, you know, how their existing clients speak because, quite frankly, they're doing business with them. But where are the people, the ancillary people, the people on the fringes, the people who are on the peripheral, the people who are waiting in the wings in sports? They call it the casual fan who may look at golf if it's a major, right? If Tiger is playing, if they're a favorite person, they may, but they're not an avid fan in that regard. Where are they and how can I get them to the place that, where they can become an avid fan, an engaged fan? Y'all, I'm going to tell you, I could keep going on and on and on. We've only talked about five, but launches don't have to be unsuccessful. Now, I will tell you this. All of them are not going to be successful. There have been times I've gone through all of these things, and I've done it, quote, the right way on paper, and it still didn't work. Here's what I've learned. Only God gets to control the outcome. (laughs) All I get to control is the activity. My name's Glenn P. Brooks, Jr. I hope this podcast has helped you. Guys, listen, I hope to see you back the next time. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.